I talk about a lot of movies on this show, and chances are you haven't seen all of them. Want an easy way to watch them all and so much more? You should check out Amazon Prime. If you go to my website right now, moviesmorepod.com, linked in the description, and scroll to the bottom of the homepage, you can check out a tab that will take you to start a 30-day free trial of Prime. On top of that, every movie I talk about will have a product link to the rent the movie through Amazon in the episode description. So go watch more movies and do it with Amazon. Thanks for supporting this great service and this show. Hey and welcome back to Gmon Andriotti's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright friends, welcome back to the show. Today is an episode that I am super excited to be recording, and it's about a movie that I think is criminally underseen, and that is Paranorman. This movie came out in 2012, and it was released by the studio Leica, which is, I would say, probably the most prolific studio in terms of stop-motion animation in the modern era. Uh, They've made a lot of really great movies. I think the only one I've talked about is Coraline, I'm pretty sure. I've definitely talked about it in this show. I don't know if I've devoted a full episode to it. I definitely talked about it. Um, Like, in around the same time, I took my trip to New England and I did record an episode about that because I watched a couple movies there and so it kind of provided like some content for me but I don't remember if I gave Coraline its own episode or not uh, should I have checked? yes, did I just finish chemistry test? yes, and immediately moved right to this so forgive me but um, but yeah, I think that's the only one I've talked about however, they have made some really great stuff Coraline is a fantastic movie and also would have been really perfect for this time of year I did choose Paranorman though because it is my favorite it's been a while since I've seen Kubo and the Two Strings I've never seen the Box Trolls uh, or their most recent film um, Missing Link but I mean just based on the, the three that I have seen it's really really good and I know that everything that they've released is pretty pretty well regarded and, and critically acclaimed so I look forward to trying to catch up on more of that and rewatch some of this this stuff, and possibly cover it on the show in you know in, in future episodes. But for right now, Paranorman follows uh, a misunderstood boy who sees ghosts, and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, he's crazy. He's super weird. He's got something wrong with him. He's talking to stuff that's not there." But he does see ghosts floating around his town, and he is. Uh, confronted by a guy who had the same powers as him and he's saying that you know tonight is the night the witch's curse is uh is going to come into effect the witch is going to uh is going to come back to haunt the town and you have to stop it and so there's an adventure through the night he ropes in a bunch of uh his friends some of his enemies his sister um, all kinds of people, and they're all going on this epic journey to try to stop this witch from terrorizing this town. This movie is awesome. I love this movie so much. I said before that it's my favorite of the Leica movies that I've seen. It definitely is, and I think with good reason. Uh, this movie is fantastic. It's one of the best story, to- sto- best told stories. I don't know where I was going with that, but it is a masterclass in storytelling. That's a better way to say it. This this movie it does such a great job of conveying to you everything you need to know very quickly 
you are immediately familiar with this town and the type of people that live there. You understand his family life, how you know how he is at home, how he is at school, the way his sister acts, um, and the way he interacts with all these different ghosts. It gives you like a strong sense of visual style for the movie very quickly, and you understand him and his world just so fast. It's amazing, and you also really understand him and connect to him as a character. The efficiency of storytelling in this movie is second to none. It's really, really uh, a feat to watch. And, um, I mean, that was probably the, the thing that struck me the most, is that the writing in this movie is really, really good. Not only do we set up everything we need to know about the, the main characters and the setting in, like, ten minutes, we also, um, we also get, like, a ton of jokes in that time. This movie is surprisingly funny. Like, it actually made me laugh out loud a couple times. I think a big part of that has been... It's good that I haven't seen it in a few years. But, um... But, I mean, even if I... Even if I had seen it more recently, I do think this would still make me laugh. Some of the jokes in this are just so well-delivered. And it's incredible, the comic timing on these freaking puppets, man. Like, I can't even wrap my head around how they did all this and how they made it so effortless looking and so funny it's really incomparable like I don't I can't even wrap my head around it there are so many moments in this movie where it basically just looks like real animation to the point where it almost seems like well, why didn't they just do real animation I, I think uh, I have a ton of respect for stop motion obviously and I, I wouldn't begrudge anyone from trying to do it but it just looks so good that it's almost like, I don't know why you didn't just, you know, do it on a computer, but I'm glad they didn't because I have such respect for that kind of craft and dedication. It's it's insane to me, but it's really, really admirable. But it's also crazy how funny they can be. They're, you know, just based on expressions or um, certain things that the characters do, like they just move so smoothly and they look so lifelike and it, it just imbues them with this perfect... Uh, perfect comedic energy it's really really good and this movie is really funny uh, there's a lot of great visual gags that really help add to the the feel of this world it's insane to me that they didn't just g decide to go for like pretty stock sets because obviously it takes so much work to do the actual animation it's it's really really cool that they went the extra mile to include like little background details and little jokes on signs and jokes on like newspapers and stuff like that to help um to help keep the the movie constantly funny and constantly entertaining that that extra mile really goes a long way in setting this above a lot of other animated movies especially from around this time and um that was probably one of my favorite things about it was just how funny it was how witty it was and how well written it was even when it came to the emotional beats like you really connect with Norman and by the end the the solution to the problem is really unique and it it's a really really great message about uh, including people even if they're different and accepting people not in spite of their differences but because of them and sometimes it's not uh, the answer isn't violence like the answer is just sitting down and talking with someone about their problems and helping them get through it that was a really, really powerful message, and one that you don't see in a ton of kids' movies, and I really appreciated that. It was such a unique climax, and I don't think it would have been there without the amazing animation and um, and storytelling that got it there. So I think I'm going to take a second and actually just talk about the animation. So forget the set dressing, forget all the, the comic timing and stuff like that that I was saying before. Purely from a filmmaking standpoint, 
I could not stop saying the words, how do they do that? Because how do they do this? I don't, I mean, like I have a, a, a base level understanding of, of how you do stop motion animation. And I've tried it before myself with like Legos when I was younger and, and stuff like that. And it's a very painstaking process. I mean, it took me like a whole day to get like 30 to 45 seconds of, of footage done. It, so when it comes to something like this, where it's like a 90 minute movie, I just, I can't even comprehend how you do that. And they don't, they're not lazy about it. I mean, like I said before, there's so many background jokes and, and funny, um, funny moments that really didn't need to be there, but go a long way in making this movie astronomically more entertaining than it would have been without them. But there are like actual camera tricks. Like there's a moment of rack focus in this movie, which for those of you who don't know is when the camera racks from focusing on something that's close to the um, close to the the frame and to something farther away or vice versa. So it basically just like um, you know if you're you're looking at like a di a building in in the distance and stuff is kind of blurry in the foreground and then you kind of shift shift focus to like i don't know a street sign or something and then the the buildings get kind of blurry it's basically like that but just done in camera but the thing that really amazes me with this is that you would have to do that frame by frame and i don't understand how you do that like how does every frame progressively get a little bit more fuzzy and how does it do that without looking um without looking like like jilted or I, I don't I don't know it's so weird to me it's just such a fascinating craft I know a lot of the stuff is done with very meticulously programmed motion control cameras which are a, a super complicated technology that I'm not really that familiar with but I understand that you have to put in a bunch of different stuff to perfectly time the camera to do what you want it to do and then it kind of just does it for you once you've programmed that stuff the real work is finding out how you program the camera to, to get the effect that you're looking for. Again, I don't really know exactly how it all works, but that's my basic understanding of it, and I know that that's employed a lot in stop-motion animation, but still, I mean, stuff like water, or hair moving, or, um, or like, there's a moment where the, the, the sister is painting her nails. I'm like, what? How? I don't understand. It looks so smooth. It has... Uh, like a very natural texture to it. It looks like it was just animated in a computer. It's really truly amazing. There's never a moment where anything looks like uh, weird and, and kind of like choppy or anything, unless it's intentional. Like the, the zombies kind of move a little bit stilted. They look a little bit weird, but it's intentional, obviously. They're, they're zombies, so you expect that kind of thing. When it comes to the, like the people, the camera motions, uh, motions of vehicles, all that stuff, flawless totally seamless it's insane to me if you didn't tell me that this was stop motion i wouldn't i wouldn't know like i would just assume it's computer computer animated it's really truly breathtaking like that was probably one of my favorite things was just trying to think of like how would you do that it was really really cool and that's one of the things that i like the most about all these movies all the leica movies they're super impressive in the animation department um so yeah, I think I've covered uh, as much as um, as I was going to. I also like the the Halloween references, all kinds of stuff like different horror movies and uh, and like horror tropes are referenced throughout this movie. The one that I think made me laugh the hardest was when uh, Norman's phone rings. It's uh, it's the Halloween theme from the the nineteen seventy nine movie, and then um, oh god, I hope I didn't get that wrong. It's seventy nine, right? I should probably go check that. 
but um, from the original Halloween movie. And then um, when he looks out the window, his friend Neil is... Oh, it's 78. Dang it, I was only one year off. Anyway, um, his friend Neil is standing in the laundry with a hockey mask and kind of looks like uh, Michael does when he's stalking Laurie in the beginning of that movie. It was really, really funny, and it, it made me laugh out loud. And also, while I'm on that moment, just really quick, I love Lenny. Uh, he's so, so nice. He's just, like, the most pure-hearted character in any movie ever. Or Lenny, sorry. Neil, what am I doing? It's late. I'm sorry. Um, Neil, I'm so sorry. I loved him. He was so, so cute and, and just so genuinely nice. Like, just so good-hearted. Like, I couldn't... Um, couldn't resist him super charming character i really really liked him like all the characters in this movie everything it's all firing in all cylinders all right it's a really great movie uh i don't know how many more times i need to tell you that please i implore you this movie is on netflix go watch it right now it breezes by really well paced really well written directed um it, it's insane just just go watch it and marvel at this incredible feat of of technical prowess and a, just a really great movie all wrapped up together so yeah go check this out please all right, before I get out of here, I want to say that I am grateful for a really, really pretty day today. It was great weather, really good fall weather. I uh, got to play basketball for like two hours. It was a lot of fun. I uh, just got a really enjoyable night, and uh, this it was just great weather um, to, to enjoy it in. And then a really pretty sky, too. It was, it was nice to see. I don't always look at the sky at night, but sometimes when it's like super clear, maybe my dad will call me out and tell me to you know, come look at some star or planet or whatever if it's particularly bright, and, and this was one of those nights, so it was good to see all that kind of stuff and just, like, appreciate some natural beauty today, because, you know, I spend a lot of time indoors and looking at a screen, and, and, and that's cool for a while, but sometimes you gotta take a minute and, and appreciate all the stuff that's right outside your door, so this was a good day to do that, and I'm grateful for it. All right. Oh, you know the drill. If you like the show, please rate, review, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast. It's super helpful. If you um, if you know someone in your life you think would enjoy this show, please send them my way. I'd love to have them. If you uh, want to find out every place that you can possibly listen to this podcast, links to the most recent episode, and links to contact me, you can find all that at moviesandmorepod.com. It's a great hub for everything I do here. And thank you if you've done all that and thank you in advance if you are going to but in the meantime thank you as always for listening that's the most important thing you can do to support me i really appreciate it and i will catch you in the next one but until then do you want to play some hockey (laughs) dude sorry that was just ah, funniest part of this movie i loved it all right peace